podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppin Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Copy and Fracast, powered by Spotify Media Group. I am your host Chris and today I am joined by Mark and Els. Boys, how are you doing? Bless up, bro. Bless up, man. I'm alright. I'm can't complain. Liverpool haven't messed up any weekend stuff. Yeah, last week. Yeah, man. We went into the international break with a win in it, so it's nice. Nice exactly, man. It felt really nice, obviously, just having the weekend where you didn't have to worry about the whole week just being completely ruined by a loss to kind of like fucking Fulham or something. So that was really nice to not have. Um, as you know, Coffee and Fracas, nothing but illustrious guests. And today we have got the amazing, the phenomenal Dr. Cosmic. Cos, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. All right, like the man them said. A weekend about a loss is a positive thing in this day and age. <laughs> so, you know, be good. No, that's you what we like to hear. Man. That's what we like to hear. Before we ask you a few questions before we get stuck into it. So, I know we were, a little, we were discussing this a little bit before we kind of came on air, but like, have you, have you found it, obviously, working through the pandemic? Obviously, we know you've got the, the residency at One Extra, and of course, you'd be doing a lot of the stuff abroad. So, I can imagine last summer would have been a bit of a madness, not being able to go kind of like all the illustrious places that you do, Miami, States and whatnot. So how have you found it working through the pandemic? Bro, it's been trash. Let's <laughs> 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 keep it a butt, man. It's been trash, man. Free us, free us all. Let us get outside, let, let the people party, let me entertain them, get back to doing what we do best. Exactly, man. It's, it's what we got to do. And obviously, wireless was announced today. We're having a little quick discussion about that. So, yeah. And you had a little bit of a controversial tweet saying that it's, it's about time that South have got it. So how do you feel about wireless coming back? And it's, it's, I thought it was a bit it, weird with it being in September, first and foremost. Be my back, hunchback, you know, from South London, repping for the, for the city. My back is mashed up. We deserve this. Nah. For way too long. 
Not having it. Not having that, bro. Well, listen, you don't want to have it for to show face, but deep down, in your heart, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you know, so it's fine. Uh, Fair enough. Oh, my days. Fair enough. I think he's put the case very well forward for South having uh, having wireless. Um, Obviously, he's want to quickly kind of get into it. Obviously, Jungen had you know Mane and Salah as a song out after we won the league. How did it feel between the between the both of you? I can only assume you've held a bit of corn in the past in regards to Liverpool's results and shortcomings. How was it a bit of a liberating moment for you guys? To obviously, make that song and shoot the video. So, how did that moment feel for both of you guys? Oh man, I'm 32 years old, isn't it? So, I've been for it all. As a Liverpool fan, so to finally win the league, <sighs> bruv, I'm I'm just waiting for everything to open up so I can get my Liverpool tattoo. That's what I'm on. <laughs> That's what I'm on. Oh, <laughs> like that one. <laughs> <laughs> even that's why even now with all what's going on in in this season, man, I don't even care again, man. The other one. The other Trust one. me. Whatever, really. <laughs> Whatever, bro. It's so nice as well. I mean, but let, let, let's be honest, isn't it? We, we've kind of written off the rest of the league campaign for, for for this year. I mean, we can all we can all be adults about this, you know. If we get fourth, yeah. you know, it'll be amazing. But the fact that we've got the Champions League to possibly fall back on isn't a bad consolation for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even ah oh, man, I'm not too sure about my team at the moment, bro. It's, it's sticky. Like, like, this time last season, I wasn't going into any games thinking man could lose this. But man could literally lose any game right now. We <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funny thing was? We were like, obviously, we were, talk- we were having a big discussion before the Fulham game. And we we're kind of talking about all the games before that too. And we were saying, one of the games that we were shook over is that Fulham game. And lo and behold, it was one of the games we should have been shook over. So I completely get what you mean for that. It's been awful, man. Yeah, let's, let's, not even, let's not even cap. I mean, anything was possible after the 7-2 against Villa. But I mean, good Lord, no one could have seen this coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I thought that was just going to be a one-off. I was like, all right, cool, safe. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> Right, we, we move. Like even that day, like people like, and it's jarring because I'm not a Bosey fan, so I don't get on to like other teams' supporters and things like that. But make Liverpool lose, everyone's got my number. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got my number. Everyone knows my app, bro. I told you for months. Today you want to message me. Yeah. That's why we have to be unbearable, man. That's why every single time you win anything, man, we have to be unbearable. That's not my character. These people are trying to trick me out of my position. Trust. Trust. Don't let them, fam. Don't let them. Don't worry. We're coming back for them. Don't worry. Well, we will see them. We will. We will see them in either this in this life or the next. Swing and we'll get their comeuppance. Swing them around. <laughs> We'll be back. Yeah. Swings around about exactly, exactly that. 
exactly. I mean, we've got we've got a we've got a, we've got a fantastic plan for today. Uh, of course, if you are watching over on YouTube, please do hit the subscribe button and also hit the little bell to be alerted for wherever we go live. Uh, and of course, if you are a big fan of the pod, we do have our Patreon page. Um, so, from as little as three pound a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon page and get access to a wealth of Carpe and Fracas content. We've got. Obviously, post-match uh, instant reaction, uh, our, our non-football show AOB, which uh, all the members of this call would be a fantastic hang on that show, um, and you know all of our bespoke stuff as well, which you've got a lot of good stuff coming up over the international break. So let's get stuck into it. Um, we haven't actually got any football to discuss, which is a nice kind of turn of events, like we were saying. Just we haven't got to talk about certain man stinking up the gaff. Or, or whatnot, which is really nice to, we can talk about <laughs> to not discuss. Yeah. If you want to talk about who's been stinking, we could talk about who's been stinking. <laughs> let's, well, let's, get into, let's get into it then. So, we've, we've only nine games remaining of this season so far. What do you guys think, Klopp and the guys who are you know still kind of at, at the actor training facility for the next two weeks, what should they really be focusing on? Um, for the remainder of the season, really. So it should be a little twist of formation, the style of play. Uh, Cars, I'll start with you. What do you think they should be realistically be working on in these you know next two weeks? What's so crazy about it? Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with the formation or even the style of play. The problem we have at the moment is personnel. Like, our problem, things went wrong when our centre mids and DMs were playing centre-back. It is simple. I don't understand why Klopp went so long playing Henderson and Fabinho at the back. What he should have done was just brought in the young guys and play them in, in, in their defensive midfield roles. And I don't feel like the things, things would have gone as bad as they did if that had happened. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, guys, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree, you know. Um, I, I think because in the group chat we were just saying like play centre backs and the centre backs and just take it from there really and um, it's kind of shown as Fabinho's gone back into his um, number six role he's offered a massive protection to to Jones not say Jones to uh, Phillips and Kabak mm-hmm. um, looked more solid we've looked a little bit better and like concert had he played like let's say a Phillips and whoever at centre-back, yeah, if they've got a centre-back on time and you put Fabinho in your centre-middle, um, probably we would have won a few more points. I don't, Obviously, we're not saying that we would have, like, turned into Man City or anything or turned into Liverpool last season. Do you know what I'm saying? We would just probably been a bit more solid and a bit more better going forward. So I, I kind of agree, man. I think where we, where we proper missed it was, you know, playing Fabinho and Hendo at... Um, at centre back and having no cover in centre mid, and it kind of just left us askew, really. Yeah, bro. Like it was, it was, it made me realise how important those two are to our style of play, because everything yeah. fucked up because they weren't doing what they'd done. Like even simple things like the way Hendo would sit in and become the third centre back, which allowed Trent and Robbo to go forward. We lost that completely with them not playing centre mid because no one else could do it. John, it's so it's 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 proper annoying because I mean 
you think about the basic functions of my midfield and it is allowed to the wing backs to kind of bomb forward. They've obviously not been allowed to do that and the fact that we've been more vulnerable with centre we've, we've kind of like lacking centre backs too. It's not been able to them to, to go a bit more forward. And obviously we're gonna to touch on Trent a little bit later on, but Mark, what what, what do you think the guys should, should be working on? You know, yeah, I completely agree with Cos and Ellis in it. Like hindsight is twenty twenty though, and it Klopp tried to do what was best available to him in it and squeeze square pegs into round holes in it. Um, as much as possible, we shouldn't have damaged our midfield the way we did, but we did, and now we just have to deal with it. So I would want to see us become a bit more fluid in the attacking sense. I think Wolves is the first time in a long time. So Wolves and Leipzig are the first time in a long time I've seen a bit more fluidity from the front three when it all interchanging a bit more. Um, I think that changes the predictability of our team. And as I was speaking to Peter on the group chat about how we don't really have space in behind nowadays, we tend to get a lot of teams sitting deep against us. That basically negates Firmino's role because he's not able to get involved in the game, get too involved in the box, but he should be doing more as a striker in it. So I want to see a bit mm-hmm. more in and around the front three just... Being a bit more interchangeable, trying to be a bit more unpredictable, see what we can do with a CL run. And you know me, I'm extremely optimistic. I've been screaming top four for a minute. <laughs> I put 500 power with Harold, now the bet's dead, but I still want to see us get top four. Like, I can't imagine Liverpool without Champions League next season, especially with the players that we have and the calibre of players that we can attract with the Champions League. So... Um, even though we probably need something like 24 out of 27 points, it isn't impossible. Highly unlikely, don't get me wrong. And I know that, but it isn't impossible. And we're currently six points of Chelsea in fourth. And it seems like everybody around us has a harder run than us. While we haven't played the best football of our lives this season, if they can put together a decent run, I see us making top four. Yeah, I mean, we've still got... I think we've still got, what, United away, Arsenal away, obviously, after this international break ends. Um, so you, you would think, by those possibly two fixtures, but obviously, like we discussed earlier on, we're not that good at the moment, so any, anyone could probably beat us. So it is a bit of a sticky task, but let's just see, let's just see how they get through it, really. Chris, before you move on, I know you asked like, what, what you want to see like, from this from the break. Um, obviously... With certain players not going for international um, duty, you want them to see if they can get their sharpness, mm-hmm. like Mark said, if they can get their fluidity in. Um, hopefully, they're, they're working on a new tactical um, new tactical switch. I know Pep Lindsay was talking about how they want to try and defend on the halfway line. So, I don't know if they want to drop deeper a little bit or they want to push up even more. So, we're, we're going to see that... Um, I think there's about 11 first-teamers in the first team. For 11 first-teamers, that haven't gone to international duty. So that, that, yeah. can, help, that can help us again. Um, I know uh, Naby Keita is going to come back a bit early, so that's going to help with his sharpness. So ideally, we just want some of the, the first-teamers to get as sharp as possible for them to tweak the formation a little bit and just you know try something different going forward. So hopefully we can see that. In the, next, in the next few weeks. And just to add to something that I missed out on, I would want to see Klopp develop something like a plan B. Um, at the moment, it looks like we are full-backs and inshallah loss. But I would want to see <laughs> us develop a more centralised, full-dominant style of play, especially when we have players like Thiago. And I know all three probably won't start at the same time, but Thiago, Naby Keita and Curtis Jones all... Can, all <laughs> 
Because when you shake your head at Navi Haters, though, it just threw me off a little bit. But oh um, no, I was, I was, I was shaking my head at this, this, this stupidity that's coming. Uh, Partey, hey, is coming for Fabinho's dad. neck. Oh, relax, man. Relax, bro. I was looking at that, that Narcos. They're taking it a bit too far. I remember when it was Terea time, so I mean, you know, it's, like, it's quick how things change. Um, but yeah, we we have had a good question come through from 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 Dexter, and he's asking, um, what's everyone's best midfield free going forward with the eyes emoji? So, cars, I'll let you go first. Um, it's, I guess it's also a little bit of a question in terms of you know with Thiago as well. Um, obviously he, he he's come in and has shown at times uh, where he could definitely help with this Liverpool team, but I guess obviously at the moment. It's not been the greatest of debut seasons for him. Um, what? I'm not sold on Thiago. I'm not sold. Oh, right, really? I'm not sold. I, I understand he's good, but I'm not sold. I think we got stung. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, uh, there is there is a there is a person that we do this podcast called Anna who is what who is watching this as we speak. He's in he's in the YouTube and he is smiling. He's got the dirtiest smile on his face. Bro, uh, how, come, how 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 come you're not so, speaking the devil and he will appear? Um, how come you're not talking? <laughs> he slows us down, bro. He slows us down, and he's so rash. If I if I if I put on if I if I was to bet on anything to do with Liverpool, I would bet on yeah. this last yellow, yellow card every game. And I'll hate money because his tackling is atrocious. He makes tackles. I think, why did you do that? Why? (laughs) Why? It is. It is a bit mad. Um, Yeah, I think there was a a friend of mine. Jenny went through five games in a row where he was betting on Thiago to be carded at any point, and every single occasion it it cashed out. So I mean, that's 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 fair. But what what would what would your kind of your your perfect Front, I say front three. Midfield three be from now until the end of the season. Um, oh, from what's available, I would yeah. have to say Fab definitely is sitting in the number five slash six role. Yep. Um, Ronaldum and do you know what? Curtis Jones, man. That boy's going to be a star boy. Like, like what he's come in this season and he has impressed me so much. I think he has to add more goals to his game. But in terms of injecting energy, he's doing he's doing more the runs. He's doing more than any other of the midfielders we've got right now. Yep. No, I completely agree. Um, you know, this is this is a very pro Curtis Jones podcast we have been for a while. Um. He's got a few more things to obviously develop on in his game, but in take talk about sky's the limit with football players for this football club. He's definitely one of them. Um, so let's 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 switch the conversation. So obviously, like El said earlier on, there's around about 11, 12, 13 players who are still at the club who haven't gone on to international duty. Um, out of all these guys, who do you think has the most to game? Obviously, with you know, with a lot more kind of one-on-one time with um, with, with Klopp. And, and the coaching staff, and just to make a, make a great impression. So, Els, I'll let you go first. Sorry, Annie put me up with one of these comments. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where do I see the comments? I want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a thing on the left hand, on the right hand side? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, like you said earlier on, we've got about 11 or 12 players who aren't on international duty at the moment who we would consider first-team players. Um, with those who are kind of still at the training ground, who would you say has the, have the, most, has the most to gain um, with, you know, one-on-one time with Klopp on the training ground to kind of have a feature role from there to the end of the season? Um, I'll probably say Trent, you know. I'll probably say Trent. Um, obviously, not going to England will probably, as a young player, will probably like knock him back a bit but then I think the rest rest is going to help him I think um, he's going to gain a lot from training with um, Pep Ninja's a lot he's going to refine some of his game um, he's going to probably have time to watch some hopefully watch some of the games back see where he can improve um, I, I think that that will help him a lot uh, I think he'll be he'll probably be the main one who will probably like benefit benefit a lot and uh, he also needs the rest to be fair to him because um he obviously had COVID at the start of the season, like before before he had COVID drive pre season. Then he had a calf injury. So since he yeah. came up, he was out like on and off, on and off. Um, he's been very indifferent this season. So I think the the long rest is going to help him a lot, and it's going to allow him to, to you know probably get some get some mileage in in training and you know fix a few tweak a few things, man. Cards about yourself. Um, to be quite honest, I'm not sure who's still there. Um, I, I have got the, well, I wish. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. The list. Um, it's, there's a fair few players with first. Obviously, you've got, you got uh, Fabinho, Firmino, uh, Ox, Trent, Milner, uh, Allison. Uh, I think there's a few more, but I'm not entirely too sure. I probably should have written this down before I came through, <laughs> <can't> really. Um, <laughs> I, I don't see them staying as either here or there for anyone, to be quite honest. I feel yeah. like the problems we have at the moment aren't problems you can train on. Yeah. Like, Trent, defensively, he's been a bit hit and miss this season, but if I'm going to be completely honest, I always knew he had those capabilities within him. If you watch his game, you know that Trent is subject to a mistake or two in defence. Going forward, he's amazing, but he does get beat. So I don't think this two weeks is going to improve that. So I don't think anyone really. 
can you not make a case for Ox? Um, what's Ox going to do? That? <laughs> I don't do my boy like that. Nah, it's, nah, it's, nah I, I get, I, you know, I completely get what he means. Ox is a bit I want him to do well, but I don't feel like he's going to pick up anything. Like, mm. at this age, you're not picking up stuff at his age. Yeah, facts. I don't know. Like, you know what you know, and if you can't do it, you can't do it. Not to say he can't do it, but he, I feel like he still has a bit part to play within the team. So I ain't mad at him for being there. Nah, I completely agree, you know. I think it was in, it was very interesting, obviously, when he came up and played up front, kind of like 10 minutes to go against Wolves. He actually, and he looked pretty decent, but I think that was just essentially because he was using all of his kind of like PNP to run at the Wolves' defence. Uh, Mark, about yourself? I think Annix no, kind of yeah. posted. Yeah, that's perfect. So I was going to go and double up on Ellis's point and say Trent, because I feel like yep. Trent being dropped, he's going to have a lot to work for come back with a bit of fire in his belly like Farhi was saying and just go for it towards the end of the season. But I'm going to stay true to Marco Madness and say my boy Nabby, Biscuit. <laughs> I know I haven't, you haven't heard Biscuit in a long time, but Biscuit, I feel like this journey back from injury for him is quite different from the other journeys. He hasn't been rushed back. He hasn't been forced to go play um, for his country. He hasn't caught any niggling injuries. I, I saw him get dropped in the Wolves game and I was expecting him to stay down, but he bounced back up straight away and it surprised me a bit. I feel like he will be integral if we do have a top four push because while Curtis Jones is amazing in his own right, I feel like Naby, talent-wise, is the step above Curtis Jones in terms of what he's yeah. handling, in terms of dribbling, in terms of that experience at the top level as well. So, I want to say Naby, yeah. The stick with my boy. Cos, what do you think about Naby overall? Um... He hasn't shown what he can do, but he's shown it in glimpses. Yeah. I feel like uh, he needs a consistent run. And, like, yeah, he's just, bro, stay injury-free, man. That <laughs> car. Man can't be doing all this to be getting injured every week. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, it's It's one of those things where I've kind of come to it now where Mark's a little bit more idealistic than, than than me, and it's one of the things that we love about him. But it's one of those things where it's like I can't count on you to play more than two games in a row, let alone from now to the end of the season. But yeah, hopefully, with thirty-four-year-old, why are we managing a young player like this? Yeah, it's mad, yeah. bro. But you know what it is for me? Yeah, he's so reminiscent of. Obviously, talent-wise, I don't think he's quite there because I feel like the person I'm about to mention, talent-wise, is clear with most people. is probably one of the best English strikers you've ever seen. But Sturridge. So, he, Naby hasn't given us the run that Sturridge has given us where he was able to perform so well for a consistent period of time. But talent-wise, you can see it's there. And you can just see that every single time he gets injured, how much it hurts him and how much everybody knows he can contribute despite him being out. So, as much as I love Sturridge, there's going to be as much as I love Naby, in it? That I feel like... Yeah, uncomparable. Yeah, it's it's not really comparable. You know, Sturridge is bro. Sturridge is bro. I love Naby, man. I, love, I don't know what it is about him, but I feel like, talent-wise, he's so clear. 
talent-wise, he looks so ridiculous when he's actually playing and fit, but it's but whether we can get shown that. When has he shown how clear he is? I think in the West Ham game, where he did that magnificent turn. Was that West Ham or Crystal Palace? No, it was Crystal Palace. For Crystal Palace game, the West Ham game against Bayern. Yeah, like he's had enough games for me to say, you know what, Naby has got enough quality to be one of the best on the pitch on his day. But he hasn't given it to me in regularity for me to back him up the way I do. But that's just me. I'm going to back my players that I know Glam's probably seeing this and seething right now, but I'm going to back my players <laughs> that I love in it. I need more before he gets that treatment. Cause, I, hear cause, it, I, I, hear I hear it for, for Studge because you see when Studge and Suarez were on their SAS team? Gunman. Forget. No one was chatting to them. So I hear that. Navi ain't giving me SAS vibes. Yeah, he hasn't at all still. But I do want to think, though, I do want to see a trio of Fab, Thiago, and Kato. I just want to see how that would work with the defensive stability of Fab and Thiago's intelligence, ball movement. Naby's intelligence ball movement. I think it'll be ridiculous still. Yeah. Reckon that'll be the midfield three if Gigi goes. I'd want to see a recruitment for Genie still. I want to see a cheeky out one to get CL mm. back. I want to see someone come in. And I feel like we're going to lose Milner and maybe Ox as well. So with Vane Davis being the English replacement for one of the two, I want to see someone come in. Yeah, Milner, I feel like. I appreciate the the service, but it's time. Yeah, it's time to go, man. It's time. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you. You've been a servant of the game. Right. You've you've done you've done your thing. You've come in. You've you've shown. You've led, and you've led by example. But it's yeah. Time. Milner would be one of those players where he could kind of easily transition into coaching and it wouldn't look Definitely. like it wouldn't look completely out of place. We did touch on it a little bit just, but um, obviously Trent wasn't called up by Gareth Southgate and his waistcoat for international duty. Do you think that's going to have like a massive effect on him kind of personally as, as a person? Do you think he's going to take that to heart? Obviously with the Euros kind of on the horizon, um, it might look like his place is in a little bit of doubt, but there's been a lot of stuff kind of coming out this week where uh, we've kind of seen that he doesn't really know that Southgate knows how to use him properly for England, especially when they play free at the back and whatnot. But what what were you guys thoughts on, thoughts on Trent, Trent and England at the moment? Uh, I still feel like Trent's the best rat back in in England. It's not so, even it's not even up for debate, is it? Yeah. Like. Who got in ahead of him? Trippier. Mm. Played three games this, since, since January. That's what I thought. I thought, well, I thought, I thought he's, he's taking liberty. He's taking three months or something like that. It's ridiculous still. Yeah, Southgate's taking liberty, but if Trent is how I think Trent is, he's going to be on a suck your mum team and go on three. <laughs> but, you know what is? I think it even goes deeper than that, innit? So we had our little conversation in the group chat and I was basically saying how it's a conspiracy. I think yeah, that Klopp has said I don't want Trent to go. He's not 100% fit and then Southgate's been on some petty thing. And right. now that he said stuff like, oh, you know what, Trent's not been at the level that he's been at for the past two, three years. Trent's going to be on the sucking mounting, 100%. going to be like, I'm going to spaz you for the rest of the nine games. I'm going to break another assist record next year and then see what I've got in it. I, can, I, really want, 
I really want that as the pod title now, Sucky Mom Team. But I don't think Spotify, I, I don't think Spotify will allow us to have it. That's the only downside. I agree with you, man. I just think um, if Southgate has come out and said that, well, we've been given, you know, the fuck I know for not the call, then fine, isn't it? But like to say that, oh, you actually perform at this level, then you pull up Chippier, you pull up Eric Dyer, you yeah. pull up you never call up Bamford, who's been banging goals since uh, November. It's a, it's a bit of um, a bit of a funny one, still, man. But again, for Trent, it's a good thing for Trent, man, because he's a young boy. He's only twenty-two, you know what I'm saying? So um, he's got plenty of time to grow. Yeah, you know, he's not he's not gonna like miss out on much. You know what I'm saying? So it is worth it. Man. Chris, sorry, yeah, I want no. to quickly interject here because someone's talking about me bowing and that on Discord and missing bows. Bro, you heard the R&B bows. You heard the R&B bows, me crooning in the background, saying bow, 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 bow. I've been out here, bro. I've been out here. Go <laughs> plug for the Discord and that. If you join us on Discord anytime, you'll hear me bowing regardless, wins or losses, whatever. Be there. <laughs> uh, of course if you are watching us on YouTube please do hit the subscribe button and hit the little bell to be uh, reminded of any uh, touchline videos as they go live um, of course obviously um, we have the Champions League draw from last week and in football heritage fashion we drew uh, Real Madrid in the quarter of the Champions League um, how do you guys feel about that? Mark I'll let you go first I'm happy man, exactly like you tweeted most of the revenge tour man, spaz on Sergio Ramos Spaz on all of them. I feel like we got the easiest side of the draw as well. Uh, it looks good for us, isn't it? I think we can beat Chelsea in two game leg, sorry, two leg game. I think we can beat Porto in the two leg game, and then it's just to the final, isn't it? Whether we come up against City, Bayern, or PSG. Definitely yeah. dunking on Definitely dunking on Real Madrid. So we like that's what I love to hear, man. They're not so weak. Hazard still got twenty five pounds to lose, like bear man looking weighty. It's calm, man. You're looking good still. Yeah, looking alright, man. Definitely, yeah. A lot of um, a lot of other fans, Chelsea fans, were well, celebrating that they got us. Why would you want to celebrate? You've never beat us in the semi final. Like this is heritage we're talking about now, man. And I think that Klopp Klopp's moving like a wounded lion. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got something to prove now. And I think he's going to use the Champions League as something to prove. And like Marco said, Madrid haven't got that uh, Ronaldo X factor anymore. Um, Benzema's carrying them over there. Um, I'm not too sure if he can, you know, stand up to the occasion. Probably will, probably won't, but we'll, we'll, we'll see though, man. But I think Liverpool will take this as an opportunity to, like, you know, do something this season. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's such a perfect joy. It's just so perfect for us. Like, I say you wouldn't you wouldn't have in your wildest dreams think oh yeah we're gonna get this side of the draw because all my life I was banking on on a Man City and no one's gonna get a Man City. Man, <laughs> I swear I just thought yeah we're gonna get Man City. It's just bait, you know what I mean? As as soon as Porto came out, yeah, I was shook. I was like, ah, right. and how the end of that draw kind of sat, I was like, yeah, it's never gonna be PSG and Mbappe is just gonna absolutely slap us to death. Something mad is gonna happen there. So, so yeah, to get yeah. to get Madrid, yeah, I'll, I'll take that man. I'll take that draw was so perfect. Like, it's just when I was, I'll snap your your whole, I'll, I'll kidnap man for that draw. 
And that's what I've got. So I'm very, very, very happy, bro. I don't do such things. This is just for entertainment purposes. I was going to say, imagining Gianni and Bula in the back of you, in your boot, just screaming for help. <laughs> I mean, of course, this this fixture in particular, it's had some really high moments and some really low moments, especially in recent memory. Obviously, the high moment, kind of um, 08, 09, when we absolutely dunked on Real Madrid at Anfield. Uh, you know, even Desena has scored, uh, kind of pops into mind uh, for, for that fixture. Um, but there is also that awful, awful, awful fixture where we kind of, where we go away to the Bernabeu 14-15 under Brendan Rodgers and we essentially play the Liverpool reserves in a key Champions League moment. It's one of the moments where all the players live for and he starts Barini up front. <laughs> <laughs> Really, you know, I remember that you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I think Gerald was on the bench for that. Gerald was on the bench. Coutinho was on the bench. Uh, I think Colo Toure start. Colo Toure started at centre back, and I think he had Ronaldo in his back pocket for the vast majority of the game. That's oh the only God, highlight God. and the only key thing I have taken away from that game. Apart from that, it's just blanked out in my head like like the Winter Soldier, just yeah, cold out of memory. <laughs> Uh, Carlos, I'll come to you first. Obviously, there's going to be there's going to be a little bit of needle behind this fixture. Going back to the you know the, the final in 2018, obviously with all the stuff we discussed with Ramos um, and just how that how that game went. Do you think this will give that little bit of a push for Liverpool to go into this fixture and a little bit more fire in their belly? Yeah, 100. Salah's dunking. He's he's, he's on rage. <laughs> he's like, alright, cool, safe. He's on a sucking mum thing. He's on that. <laughs> Max, oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, I was gonna read the article by James Pierce in Athletic. I know. I think the premise of the article is more like Klopp is not really one to hold grudges, but he's, you know, he's at the back of his mind. He's thinking, yeah, it's time to get our, our just just rewards because of the way. We um we we lost that final and the way Salah had to come off. I'm sure there's a bit of taste. He left yeah. a very, very bit of taste in him. He might not hold grudges, but I'm telling you, the players do. Facts, man. Big, big as him. And I, I, I wish, I wish that like Van Dijk or you actually yeah, Van Dijk, so I know Fabinho's going to leave, leave a couple scars and a couple man. You know what I'm but, you know what I'm saying? Like Salah's definitely, definitely waiting for that fixture. He's waiting. He's like, you know what? Fuck Arsenal! I can't wait to get this game with the Bernabeu. You see this man training uh, at, at, at the training facility where he's like training like Rocky, doing that thing with the pegs. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Enough. You made it look easy. <laughs> just me. The amount of upper body strength that guy has to have to have to do that is just ridiculous. Mark, with this picture, everyone remembers like what went around after the final in it, where Sergio Ramos tapped him on the shoulder at the the world's best or something like that. Salah's got a fire in his belly for this, though, 100%. And it's a shame that Mane isn't turning up as much this season because I feel like Mane would have a fire in his belly for this. But then again, Mane can turn up at any time he wants. You saw it right that he could spasm a team today and then go cold for like another seven games. But right now, Salah's on it. And Yossi doesn't look like he's scared of anyone, in it? So if you do start with that trio as opposed to Firmino, I feel like we're doing dirt. The only place I'm also is the lack of experience in the back line. So, hmm. Kabat and Phillips, if they two are playing, 
how would they match up to Benzema, who's really intelligent and can split them with runs? Like, how do they match up? But I feel like going forward, you have way too much for them. Hopefully mm. so, man. Hopefully so. Um, also, I had a nice comment come through from, from, from Daniel. If Tony Cruz doesn't play, that's huge for us. Modric can't dominate the midfield on his ones, which is true. If there's one thing that our midfield does do really well, it's kind of approaching from an industrious jump where we know they're going to cover a lot of ground, work to win the ball back and set the press off. Uh, this dickhead Tony Cruz as well, uh, when he had a tweet saying that they'll take that um, after the draw came out, they'll take that fixture. If there's anything to do with Liverpool Champions League or anything otherwise, uh, coming from opposition players and tweets, Kyle Walker comes to mind. Sergio Busquets, who hasn't tweeted since that uh, that night <laughs> at Anfield. Um, if there's one thing we like to do, it's make players eat their own tweets. So God willing, we uh, we make him do that. And we make him eat dirt as well because uh, he's a bit of a prick as well. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we touched on it a little bit just, but the whole competition now. It's five games, you no. Know, Two games, you know, two game, two legged uh, quarterfinal, two legged semi-final, and then the final itself. Five games to win the whole thing, doable or not doable? Definitely doable, man. Definitely, you only got five games. You know, you got let's say five cup finals, as, as cliche as that sounds. Literally five cup finals, and um, <laughs> if there's one team that turn up or love the Champions League, it's Liverpool. I mean, uh, how, how many Champions League? I think Klopp's been in like three Champions League um, seasons. He's been to what two finals, and he's been to the last sixteen. So yeah. someone like that, since he's been at Liverpool, he's been to like three European Cup finals. So someone that likes, you know, Champions League nights, it's definitely him. Obviously, there's no fans or whatever, what have you. But I think he's a man who just enjoys that that stage and and having to outwit his um his rivals in the other dugout. So um for Liverpool, it's very doable and. And with like, cup competitions, it's not that like, the league where where you have to like track one game after the other. It's literally on the spur of the moment. Anything can happen. Everyone's on a level playing field. Um, I know a few people are saying that Man City are far and away the best team in Europe, which is fine. But 17-18, they were far and away the best team in Europe. They got 100 points. But then when it came to the Champions League, they couldn't really muster up that courage or all that brilliant play. It, it meant nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. it's very doable for Liverpool to to go into the next five games in the Champions League and, and try and and try and try and win it. Definitely. If there's one if there's one thing that Klopp does love doing, it is slapping ball managers' heads in uh, the latter latter parts of the Champions League. Guys, um, <laughs> <laughs> about yourself, five games doable? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely doable. Especially seeing as how our season's gone so far. Like if there's like anything to play for now, it's this. Yeah. Like, for, for the top four thing, just win it and you're in again. I like, don't matter. Just win the thing. Plus, going back to eighteen nineteen, not winning the league didn't feel mad that season because we won the Champions League. So if we can if we can have a repeat of that, I'm good. It's not the worst consolation prize in the world, is it? The uh, the biggest the biggest award in club competition as a supplemental prize. Quite blessed, man. When you think about it, uh, Mark, about you, five games winnable. Yeah, man. You know me and my superstitious self, man. Last two times we won <laughs> a German side in the last sixteen. Like it's looking good. The omens are there. 
the lads should be up for it. Like, I don't even mind if they say fuck the league and just work on those five games, not being beaten in those five games and winning the final, win it. I don't really care, as long as we win it. And for the people watching right now, in it, if we do spaz with the final and we get a CO, PL, CO, I don't hear nothing about City being the greatest team in the Premier League. Fuck all of that shit, man. Fuck all of that shit, man. Tell them man to get their weight up. Tell them man to get their heritage. But for now, I'm going to keep it a little bit calmer than that. They keep it a little bit calmer than that. And then, you know, we'll see how it goes, innit? You're talking a smack, man. Oh, mate, this is Mark, bro. This You're talking Mark. a smack. That, that's you <laughs> made to play with, boy. <laughs> bro, I can't lie, yeah. Watching them, especially at the last month or so. Yeah, they've been on point. They've been on bro, point. they play crazy football. Yeah, they do. They do. If someone said they're the most entertaining team that's ever crossed the PL, then I would never even question that. But oh, it's amazing. You can't be the best team in your league and not be doing bits in the Champions League. Like naturally, you're the best team in your country. You should be the best, one of the best teams in the continent. Well, we'll see, though, man. We'll see. I don't. I don't think that's a fair assumption to make. But. I don't support City, so fuck am I defending them for? Nothing to do me, so I don't really care. Ain't my problem. Oh, Ain't my problem. We got our own stuff going on, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, transfer rumours, let's get stuck into it. It's looking massively likely that Liverpool will go all out for a promising number nine this summer. A uh, few of the names that we've been linked with, obviously Pat and Daka. Um, has been a bit of the prominent one in the past few weeks. And of course, there is the all elusive link to one killing Mbappe, Mbappe 2021. Um, who should we be looking for this summer? Player type specifics. And who do you realistically think we will make a push for? Because you're, you're, you're uh, you know, illustrious guest. Who do you think, in terms of a number nine, Liverpool should be targeting this summer? Um... We need a number nine. That's what we do need. Because Bobby, that man's getting on my last fucking nerves. <laughs> yeah? Oh, he is so frustrating to watch. Like, he is missing chances that I could score. And I keep more in 10 years. So... I need a Gara number nine, which makes me wish for Haaland. But if we're talking players, Mbappe's a different level of, like, he's a different kettle of fish. Animal. He's, he is elite. Like, so, it also depends what happens with Mani and Saga, and if either of them two leave, two. But I, I need Bobby out of my club. I can't lie to you. <laughs> I still think he's got. A, I still think he's got a role to play, albeit from the bench and not as a number featured number nine. Uh, but I completely agree with you. We need someone. The amount of chances that we create that aren't that aren't kind of going to our most clinical player. In Mo Salah, kind of in the six-yard box and close to front of goal, it's just it's just so alarming. But let me ask you this as well, you know, 
comic books have been, you know, the, the theme in the past kind of like few weeks, Justice League and whatnot coming out. So in Marvel fashion, cause soul for a soul, if you had to sacrifice one of the front three, who would it be? If you, if, if you had to sacrifice one of the front three to get in Mbappe, who would it be? For me, you probably can get the fuck out of it. Well, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in between Mane and Salah. Sorry, 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 my bad. <laughs> um, in as mad as I think it would have to be Mohammed would have to go, you know. Just because I feel like Salah will, um, Mbappe will produce the goals that Salah would have been scoring. But the way Mane brings other players into the game is something Salah can't do. Mm. It does do. So, yeah. That boy's tricking y'all. He's running around like Pat Bev. He's tricking y'all. <laughs> you heard you tricking y'all. I feel like nah, Mane, I'm, 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 I'm tired of seeing Salah cut in. Like, bruv. Bruv, where's your, what have some skills? <laughs> he hasn't got no post moves though, man. He's never really been the most skillful player, man. I say personally, I would love to put Salah up front and just let him have fun. But the number nine I would want to go for is Haaland, didn't it? So would I want to push Haaland out wide? No. So it's difficult, man. It's very difficult. I feel like Mane does contribute in other facets of the game that Salah doesn't. But at the same time, Salah, when he is on the ball and he is on form, he looks like our most dangerous player far and above, especially this season where he's created several chances for Mane and Firmino and they're just not putting it in. So where's that creation going to come from if we remove Salah at this moment in time? That's my only issue, in it. No. What I would go for, by the way, is... You know I've been screaming we're probably going to get Dakar <laughs> if we don't get Mane and Allen, so... I'm so I've, I've, never, I've never actually seen this guy play, you know, when for some reason everyone wants him. He's good, man. Solid player still. Um, yeah, I still I... feel like we need another centre mid as well. Um, and I'll scream an hour all last summer. I'm going to scream hour all this summer because I feel like yep. he's a perfect player. Um, and then a centre back. I don't know you don't really like players from Lil Chris, but I'm going to go for Big Botman. Um, you know how I feel about players you know from Lil. I know. It's a false man. image. It's an image. He looks false really image. good, man. I would also probably take a look at Renato Sanchez if it is an 18 mil release clause because I feel like that is a risk worth taking. Yes, good value um, for money. Yeah, good value for money. Get me two centre-backs, a centre-mid and a striker. I'm good. Mm. Else, the the whole number nine thing, this is something me and you have discussed kind of on a, on a one-to-one basis, kind of intensely the past two weeks. We've come up with a lot of different names. Um, shout out to Football Reference, by the way, because that's been basically been our bible for the past what month or so. If they would like to do promo on Carpen, by the way, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> please, yeah, please do get like, in touch. <laughs> um, in regards to the number nine, um, obviously it's a pipe. It's not a pipe, but I would like a Haaland or Mbappe. But um, I think Madrid and Man City have set their sight on on Highland and Mbappe so I mean we don't really have that kind of money to be fair obviously hopefully we could get them we do we do have LeBron James though we do have LeBron James so that is probably our, our, our joker card 
our joker card there. He's he's friends with Mbappe. So you never know, man. You never know. But if we're being realistic at this moment in time, um, we've looked at that um, at Sasha. At, is his name Sasha? Oh, forgive me, I don't know his last name. At Stuttgart, who's an alternative striker, six seven. Yep. He knows where the goal is. He scored in his last what eight games. Like you showed me, his last obviously he didn't score against um, Bayern Munich, but he's he's definitely someone different. Um, last fifteen minutes. Spam the crosses in. Um, I, I was also looking at um, Andre Silva at Antwerp Frankfurt, who's who's on form this season. He's a well-rounded number nine Portuguese international. He's some, some definitely somebody that will add a bit more to our game. Um, it seems like he's found his feet and he's starting to score a few more goals now. Um, also, Martinez at Inter Milan, who will be probably like a Bobby replacement. He has a skill set of like a Sanchez. Um, Sanchez before he went to oh even whilst at Arsenal you can see he's very involved in the play very aggressive yeah. um, also like a Suarez type player I like him um, yeah I, I think those are the type of players we'll probably will be looking at um, in a in a in a coming summer because I think it's important to know that Liverpool always look at players at between twenty one and twenty four with a high ceiling which we're gonna get our which will a good players who are going to get better like your most sellers and your Sadio Mane's. So I, I think that's what Liverpool will be looking at. Um, Paston Dakar, he's very, very raw, but those kind of players, I want them to go to a Dortmund, Southampton, you know what I'm saying, play a couple seasons there, bad it up. I think Liverpool won't mind paying the 60 million they might offer them times there because now we know I'm confident that, yeah, this is what we're going to get. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, even yeah. going back to Mark's point in regards of what else we need in the whole squad, um, I feel that we're going to spend money on our forwards. So um, I think we're going to probably go and go cheap at centre back and semi cheap at midfield. I would like Kosamoa. He's somebody that gives us something different. And um, at the back, I was to, I, I was talking to group chat about um, Bade at Lons, who, who has very good numbers. Shout out football reference again. He's got very, very good numbers. So, yeah, I think that's what Liverpool will probably look. I think we'll spend more money on our attackers than we'll probably look scour the earth for alternative centre-backs and centre-mids. I feel, I feel like at this point in 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 history, we need to be going for someone proven, to be quite honest, for that. If, especially if we are potentially losing one of the um, either Mane or Salah. We need someone proven. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear nothing about at least one proven player, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's, man's not going mid table with them. Nah, yeah, with with Haaland in it. I feel like he kills two birds with one stone in it. Amazing goal scorer, mobile big man, and I've been crying for a mobile big man like a Zeko esque type, but Haaland Zeko with levels up, like ridiculous levels up. So I would love to see Haaland, and I know. Mbappe is probably the better player, but fit-wise, if we do keep Mane and Salah, I feel like Haaland's Mane and Salah would be ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And Jota as well. Yeah, Jota to come in as well to the free. He's so, sick. He's, he's so good. Shout out to the boys there that were telling me weren't over Jota beginning of the season, innit? You saying now? My boy's been injured for three months, you know? More goals than your boys. Come on. Leave it, man. Bye.
You should have known the deal when I told you that that guy smells from early. So, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. One of the guys that uh, Els did mention, Sasha Kalazic um, from Stuttgart, six foot seven, uh, has scored nine goals in his last nine games. Uh, he's very much an Edin Dzeko type of player, kind of about their course mould. So I think one of the things that we do kind of need to look into, and we'll, t- we'll talk about it a little bit more now, is kind of that plan B option up front. Like Al said, someone you can spam in crosses to. He can hold the ball up really well. He's got a nice finish to him too. He links up the play. Um, you know, someone in that mould of, of a Dzeko that we can bring off the bench and, and contribute when, when, the, when needs be in those sticky scenarios, I think would be really cool. Um, obviously, we talked about main signings and we've kind of gone into a little bit of the supplemental ones there as well. But who's who's kind of caught your eye in the PL and, and beyond that you think would be a really good addition to the Liverpool squad uh, going into next season? Um, one of the common themes is, you know, I think Hassan Awa, um, given the kind of situation in French football at the moment as well, where money's tight, they need peas in, uh, and I think you could probably get him for around about twenty-two, twenty-five million pounds uh, if you pay the amount up front, uh, as opposed to doing instalments to get rid of that kind of Premier League uh, premium, if you will, because just clubs are clubs are striving for money in Spain and beyond. Um, so, 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 yeah. Any guys from across the continent and the PL that have that have impressed you uh, that you think would be really good additions to the Liverpool team. Do you know what? If we can't get um, Haaland or Mbappe, do you know who I would actually go for? I would go and get Danny Ings back, you know? I hear it still. I hear it still. I'm hearing lots of movement to City and that. I, I would love him back, man. Yeah. Great that, Danny Ings is cold with it. If you kind of I work out, that was literally just injured. But in a number nine team, I have no problems with that man. Or... Um, <laughs> Cheeky one, <laughs> mad cheeky. But make Harry Kane come win some trophies, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane, man, you don't want to end up not trophies off your old career, bro. Come with some trophies, Cal. Harry Kane, Harry kind of starting to look like that one, that one, uh, that that one wrestler where you know he can never win, never win the top belt. He's always won like, the lesser titles and stuff. He's never had that opportunity to win, yeah, win the big belt. Continental Championship, you. <laughs> that, is, that is 100% Harry Kane at the moment. Um, oh, any guys that have caught, caught your eye? I know, I know the kind of the two two guys that we do kind of like always talk about are kind of the, Ped, the Pedro Neto's and Rafinha's from Leeds. So any guys like that that have caught your mind to kind of take the place of, you know, like an, an Origi or a Shakiri going forward? Adamola Lookman. Fulham. Yeah, man. Fulham are going down. I like Lookman. I think Lookman will be. We need a one on one leader. We haven't got a one on one leader, man. Yeah, he, he, he could definitely yeah. beat a man. If we can't get Lookman, I think Newcastle would go down. Sorry, because I feel like Newcastle would go down, innit? And then go look at ASM. See what ASM saying. Quick 30 mil if they're any champs. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's hard. This one's hard. Like he he see on a one on one thing, he scares yeah. me. Scares me. Right, <laughs> like, like he's a, he is a you that will sit you on your ass. God, do you remember when uh remember when we played Palace fourteen fifteen at Anfield, uh, and Balassi just did Lovren so dirty. Um, frightening. Um, he was doing top ballet. Bro, 
Was that when he done that? I'm thinking he's like going to greet man. And then we're part movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just too much, man. And the thing we need, we need a winger like that actually at Liverpool. Man. We ain't got no one on one. Yeah. And it's kind of yeah. annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like, Marley can do it. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's the only guy. Once you get him on the right hand side, he's taking you down the. He's taking you down the line. You know what I'm saying? Um, we need that kind of player. That, that's why I'm looking at that. The only reason I say Adam Ola look one is because he's an achieved. He's young. And he's that kind of player that will like to that. He's aggressive and wants to get at you. Obviously, Pedro Neto is also there. Um, uh, Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes is showing a bit of. He, obviously, he's not the most like. It's not a sexy name like that, Pauls, but you know, I mean, he, he, he can do the business if he needs to do the business. But um, but do you think see um, Leicester as a selling club? Do you know, bro? Anybody's a selling club if the money's right, you know. You know what I'm saying? If if you say Leicester <laughs> will give you a little forty mil, we'll give you forty mil for Harvey Barnes. I'm sure they will take it because that's enough money. Because Leicester's got a good scouting network. That's enough money for Leicester to go back into like the second division in France and go pick up another player. Do you know what I'm saying? So Leicester can take that kind of risk, whereas Liverpool can't take that kind of risk. Like we can't go into like a second division French club and get a player like like Minamino or Ben Davis because we just don't have enough time to like develop them and, and whatnot. But Leicester mm-hmm. can so if you give Leicester money, they'll probably go to like the Spanish second league, they'll go to somewhere, you know what I'm saying, in like Portugal, in a village in Portugal, they'll find someone, flip that person again. So I think yeah, if you offer them good money, they'll say, oh, fine enough. Yeah, man. Um, I think Leicester, Leicester definitely do stocks, not stonks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts, facts. <laughs> I, was I, I would look at Anderson from Fulham, who I think is really good as a defender. I don't know how old he is at the moment, but he played really well. And maybe I might go grab Fabian Shaw if Newcastle go down as a like, experienced stalwart. Um I wouldn't say day and love and S because we don't speak about that you anymore, but something along those lines of him coming as a full centre back and doing well in certain games. So I like Anderson. I've, I've watched him quite a few times this season. I think he struggles at that Fulham defence. He's only on loan there as well, I think, at the moment. So he's on loan from Leon again. Team starving for money. Might be one way he can kind of go in, undercut, game from, game from the cheap, really. Um, before we go, Kaz, two questions for you. Um, obviously, we talked about Wijnaldum, looking, like, looking increasingly like that he will depart Liverpool um, at the end of this season. Um, who do you think, in terms of possible replacements for him, any any ideal names that you've got in, got in the head? And do you believe, as well, because there's a little bit of, bit of debate this uh, kind of last few days, that he is a Liverpool legend? Liverpool legend? <laughs> who said that? It's been the talk. Spin the talk. Come and hold your floggings, man. <laughs> Wijnaldum is not a Liverpool legend. Um, Why not, though? Champions League semi-final goals, Premier League, Champions League, you know. What makes him a legend? So, like, are we, are we, like, are we giving everyone legendary status? 
Is Origi a legend? Nah. Origi's Arigi, Arigi, core hero, isn't he, surely? Origi has more of a claim to legendary status than Wanarnam does. Why? Because of his goals in the finals, in the semi-final? Goals, semi-finals, the goal against Everton last season, right at the end. Like, those have been pivotal moments in our seasons. Mm. But he's not a legend. Yeah, he's a cult hero, though. Definitely a cult hero. Yeah, I think I think there's, like, a cult hero, then you've got legends. I mean, someone yeah, like... like I, I think, given someone like um, Genie, legendary status, a disrespect to actual legends, in my opinion. Fair. Fair. That's good. Like, I like him. He's done, he's done stuff, and I appreciate what he's done for the club. But he's not man's legend still. Might be your legend, but he's not my legend. <laughs> nah, that's that's fair. And anyone in mind that you like to see come in as a potential replacement? I'm not sure, to be quite honest, because when what the because we haven't really had Fab Hendo, Gigi. Like we we have an overload in centre mid, in my opinion. If everyone's fit. Hmm. Like literally, what we have: Fab, Hendo, Genie, Nabi, Thiago, Curtis Jones, Ox. That's seven folk for, for three positions. So I, d- I don't know. To be quite honest, I don't. I don't know who I'd bring in to replace him. No, that's that's fair. Before we do sign off. Give us one bold yeah, prediction. Fahi, do you reckon he's a legend? Are you saying he's a legend? Like, what are you saying? Like, like, what are you saying to me? I'm trying to hear this. Are you saying he's a well, legend? I can get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah, phone him, phone him, phone him. I want to hear what you say about this. I'll put him up. He needs to reply swiftly. Come on, all right, cool, safe, 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 cool. We good. We good. We're <laughs> dark. <laughs> <laughs> Even there, are you mad? There we go. Solidifying it. <laughs> no, I, I completely, I completely agree. I think he's, he's a player that you know he's been a fantastic servant for the club past five seasons. Coming, does every, he's done everything he's needed to do and a little bit more. Has been there for the pivotal moments. Thank you very much for your service. You'll be remembered as a Liverpool great, not a Liverpool legend, for what you've helped us achieve as a team. But and good luck in your next venture, really, for me. Yeah, I, I just don't think it's fair to start giving that legendary status. I understand the man that won the league, innit? And yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. hadn't been done for a long time. So to be part of that elevates you above just the person that played for the team. But legendary? Because that sets a precedence where Adrian is also legendary status as well. So, I mean, just pump the brakes on I that do- one still. <laughs> if we're calling people who have won the league for Liverpool Legends, that would set a precedent where Adrian people have worked hard for that status no <laughs> hang on a minute, I've got Fahi dialing in <laughs> hello brother, how are you? Charlemagne, am I live? you're live, you're live, you're live you're live. Can everyone hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Go on. All right, yo, legit, Wijnaldum is not a Liverpool legend. 
I, 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 I'm getting angry even thinking about this. Listen, just because someone's done well in a period where Liverpool have done well, it does not make you a legend. That is just not a thing. I'm sorry. A legend is someone like Steven Gerrard. He is a legend. Jeannie Wijnaldum is a good player that played in a good period for Liverpool. That is it. Like, I don't understand how this is a debate. No, I hear you. I'm, I'm with you completely with that. 100%. I wasn't, I wasn't in agreement, bro. Anyway, I'm going to get flogged. I'm sure I'll get flogged for this. <laughs> but he is not a legend. That is all. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks. God bless. God bless, Fahey. Okay. We'll speak to you in a bit. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, for, before we do close off, I think that's a very good place to end it. Cause one bold prediction from now till the end of this campaign. At the end of this campaign. Um, okay, I'll, 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 I'll give you. I'll give you two then. A bold prediction for now. And a bold prediction for next season as well. All right, we're not losing another game in the league this season. Ooh. I like it. For next season, we're coming back and we're smoking. We're winning the league. That you, you got your, you got your, you got your shit things off safe. Big man was injured. Safe. Gomez was injured. Safe. Back with Avengers next season. Watch. I love it. I think that's that's the best place to end it on. Thank you very much for everyone for tuning in. This has been this week's episode of Coffee and Fracas. Best massive thank you to our special guest this week, Doctor Cosmic. Cos, is there anything you want to plug before we uh, before we sign off? Uh, socials. I'm on everything. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, um, everything about TikTok. Man not dance. D O C T A C O S M I C. Link me, say hello, talk some shit. And we also need the Air Force to open up so you can get your travel picks back online as well. Yeah, free us. Free us. Cause travels. It's my travel Instagram. Season. Love it. Love it. For myself, Chris, Els, Mark, and our special guest, Dr. Cosmic. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Network.